unripe, learning to embrace the childish life. You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done. Okay, so this is hosted by Joe Vraca, a podcast for women and even men with an honest voice uh, about realities of living without children. It is my mission to provide a platform for this global group to create a supportive environment and community for the childless and child-free to share stories and experiences. Unripe is a vibrant, supportive community hosted by me, Joe Vraca, each fortnight. I speak with women and men, counselors, spinsters, hypnotherapists, a bunch of people uh, who have went through it and are living unexpectedly, unexpectedly fabulous lives. I'll help you share uh, your story and we can build advocacy and find our purpose and meaning when it is not defined. Man, that's a lot of text. Okay, Um, when it's not defined through the role of motherhood, I'm on a mission. Join me as I look to our past, our present, our future with a global array of special guests so we can change the narrative about childless and child-free life and embrace our lives without children. Okay, this is a very tough subject and um, it looks like a very vibrant package around it. Now, um, it's under the society and culture um, category. This is a very fascinating niche that, you know, a lot of us don't consider how difficult it is for folks who may want to have children who cannot have children. And um, that's, this is a tough subject. It's a tough subject. And I, it's hard to look at it and not think that it's, it's tough because I can see what Joe is doing here. And it's, it's, it's admirable as hell. Um, and she's, she's putting a positive spin on, on it. And, and like, not the, not the, let me rephrase that. It's not that anybody needs to put a spin on it. It's accepting your place in life and enjoying where you're at. And, and she's creating a space for that. Regardless of if you have kids or if you're not going to have kids or you can't have kids or you choose not to have kids. Um, I will tell you that there is a weird, uh, stigma around people like, because here's the thing, people don't talk like, how tough is that? Think about it because we live in a society where like, if you're not procreating, you are sub something, you know, that's tough. I had a boss who never had children by choice from what I understand, but who's to say it's not by choice. Who's to say that they couldn't have children and you know what I mean? And now how do you have that conversation? I've actually, so for me, I've got children. I've had people talk to me and say, Hey man, now you're getting a little bit, you're getting a little bit crazy when you had more than a few kids, you know? Um, and I was like, man, this is my life. And you don't owe anybody anything. I'm going down a weird route right now. It just bothers me that it bothers me that a podcast like this has to exist. I'm glad it does. I think Joe is is serving a noble cause here, and I think it's a positive message. Um, and I have listened to a couple episodes. I'm going to play the episode I've listened to, um, but it just it bothers me that like that that you have to feel like you're less than 
because you can't do or because you choose to or can't do what other people can. You know what I mean? It's always that type of stuff's always made me crazy. Um, whether it's racial issues, whether it's personal issues or or um preference, any of that stuff, it's like, man, dude, like who who are you? Who are you? You know? Who are you? Who are you to decide? Why do I have to feel like shit? Because you know what I mean? So anyway, I've went on too long. Let's listen to the uh, when infertility hits home, my story of childlessness, because I did listen to this one and I got some notes. Hi guys. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to be a little self-indulgent today. I've told you bits and pieces about my story throughout the past year. Yeah, it's been a year. And today I thought I'd put it together for you and tell you how I got here, why I'm married and childless and what I'm doing instead. Oh, and I have a little bit of a trait. Jeff, my husband of almost 27 years, the man who works on the podcast behind the scenes, is going to pop in for a bit to say hi and to tell us a little bit about his very different story. Okay, so technically we can listen to this. You get Anybody who's listened to this show for any length of time, I say this all the time, but I feel bad for new people because they're like, damn, man, you came right out of the gate. Um, room acoustics, you know, always, always room acoustics. Um, Definitely on a sensitive or hotter mic that's picking up a lot. You can hear like a, an air conditioner or something in the background. So technically, room acoustics are are, are kind of a problem. Um, I don't think it's a deal breaker. You got a great speaking voice. Sound extremely comfortable on the microphone, which is huge. Actually, what I didn't check. How many? Okay, she's been doing this for, well, since August of last year. So a good bit of time. But she sounds super comfortable on the mic and good. And I forgot to point out the artwork. Like I said, vibrant shows her. Um, and I don't know that it speaks to the podcast because at first, when I when I first looked at the the artwork and it says unripe learning to embrace a childless life, childless life, I thought initially that it was about somebody who was choosing not to have children and be like, you know, and she has a megaphone and was proud of that. Like I'm not going to have kids. And I was like, oh, this ought to be interesting. Until I started looking at the titles and started listening to an episode. Oh, okay. 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 I get it. So I don't think that she mentions anything about, because it is, because not having children can also be the husband's fault. You know what I mean? I don't want to say fault. I don't mean it that way. I apologize. It, It could also fall on the husband. You know what I mean? So it's not, you can't say infertility. You know, this is a very tough topic. I don't know how to talk about this because I feel like everything I'm saying is cringy. It is. And I apologize. I'm going to be apologizing for the next few minutes because I can't seem to say anything right because I feel so awkward talking about it because it's people's lives, man, this is tough. And it's not, it's not like you can't be salty on any of this. You have to be careful, you know? Sensitive subject, man. Highly sensitive subject. Okay, so we're going to go back to the technical piece. Room acoustics, um, you know, packing blankets. If you need an example of packing blankets, I should start just putting together a big old article of stuff that people can use so I can send everybody to it uh, over at justonelisten.com. But packing blankets are a huge help. Um, you can check me out on Instagram. I posted my little setup that I that I keep pretty portable. Um, you can check it out at justonelisten.com. Um, and that's what I use. And, uh, it's just packing blanket or two just to keep the audio from bouncing around and a good dynamic mic. 
that can help just tighten it in uh, what picks up on the audio in the background. I'm really looking forward to this episode. I love her accent. Hope you enjoy. I'm Joe Vraka. Thanks for joining me on Unripe, where, like you, I'm learning to navigate the world as a childless woman and embracing this one precious life. Join me. I love that intro. Okay, I love that intro because it's soulful, it's vibrant, it's, it's just like the artwork. Um, I do think she would benefit. I think she would sound incredible on a nice heavy mic. Joe and your husband, since he seems to be the guy behind the scenes doing the technical, I'm assuming. Um, I can tell you, let me show you something. I actually can show you this. This is what I'm talking on right now is a $300 or $400, $300 Electro Voice RE320 on a $100 Dynamite uh, preamp, Okay going into a Rode Procaster uh, device. Now, I'm gonna grab this $99 pod mic and I'm gonna show you, okay? Um, I'm gonna show you, this is this is my R- Electro Voice RE320, $400 microphone on $100. Um, and this is my $100 pod mic on a $90 Fedhead preamp. Both going through the same system, both have their own unique um, sound to them. But you hear how it's not picking up so much echo. It's still these two microphones sound nearly identical. Do you hear the difference? There's a minor, it's minor, it's minor difference, very minor. Okay, pod mic, electro voice, pod mic, electro voice, two hundred dollars, four hundred, five hundred dollars. $200, $200, dollars $500. Okay. Now, um, I know that my audio friends may be smacking their heads and saying, man, different mic, different people. Okay. So find the mic that works for you, but a pod mic on a $90 fat head will change your life, especially if you like tweak, if you're using a Rode Procaster, or if you're not using a Rode Procaster in post editing, you can tweak like the low end and just give yourself some really heavy weight to your voice because right now it sounds a little high. It's a little tinny. And that's not your fault. It's just the equipment needs some tweaking. You guys are still new. You know, I didn't think it would be this hard to tell my story because I'm a talker. I'm a writer. I like to think I'm an open book. Of course, I've been telling bits and pieces of how I got here through the lives of others. So this sitting here to tell you in one go, it feels really weird. I okay. would rather be- So, and she's she's going to go through and tell the story, but this is what I like. Yeah. Now watch, let me let me show you. I ever learned to sing in English was the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, yellow submarine, yellow submarine. When we came to Australia, me, my mum and my dad, we lived in housing commission flats for some time. In the US, you'd know them as the projects, I guess. They're still there and they still that, have. And I gotta be honest, I love that you're actually pulling in music, even though you better be careful. It's Beatles, man. Jesus, if you're gonna touch one of them, yeesh, that's a tough one uh, for copyright protection. That uh, air conditioner fan in the background is obscenely loud. 
for something that you're trying to tell a very important story. My mum's dad died before she was born thanks to a US airstrike over their village that crushed him under the rubble of their home along with my seven-year-old aunt. My grandmother, who was seven months pregnant at the time, hid in a wardrobe and was found with a gash across her belly. So my mum was born. I gotta tell you, I love that she's going this route. This is exactly what I'm talking about when we talk about storytelling and narrating narrating within your show. Like, I don't know, she, I don't, I'm assuming she doesn't do this every pos- podcast because she does interviews too. Cultural island and doesn't have the wealth of the North. There's a lot of history that I don't know about in terms of Sicily, but I do know that it's been quite... Oh, I love her voice so much. I think um, I think that, honestly, she, God, she needs a good mic set up, man. But that's not the same. I swear, if I had just thousands and thousands of dollars to dump into podcasts, sometimes I'd just like, hey, man, if you continue doing this, uh, here's the shit to do it. <laughs> My parents were incredibly strict, so I wasn't even allowed to have friends over to stay or f- to stay there. School was a one hour. So you see what she's doing? They're, they're, they're dressing it up with audio behind, behind the story, which is huge. This is a big deal. You're drawing a picture. It's theater of the mind. This is the game. My parents were strict. I had freedom to explore the farm because nobody would see me and appearances are everything to my folks. So if I was a bit of a I would say, I would say in terms of storytelling, now I, I am not, I am no professional at this, but I am a fan. Um, I will say this. I think you would benefit from taking like, from paying like 30 bucks and taking one of those like master classes in storytelling, because you could benefit in a huge way if you're doing storytelling um, by, you know, adding intonations to your voice and really getting emotional over your stories um, not meaning like crying and stuff like that. I mean, like, like changing the tone of your voice and the speed in which you speak or slowing down when you speak or getting quiet at the right moments. And that was on every day of the year. Because she's just speaking. You know what I mean? So even when it was, you know, 100 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius, it was freaking hot in the kitchen. See what I'm saying? It's like, even when it was 40 degrees Celsius, it was freaking hot in the kitchen seen as such luxuries now but when that's the only heating you have in one room it's really not quite a luxury we didn't use portable heaters in the bedroom or fans so it was really freaking miserable but when i think about that time i remember a distinct loneliness and they're editing they're doing good editing they're chopping out the stuff that probably doesn't matter of hiding in the fig trees of my first cigarette the first kiss i wanted to grow up really fast i begged my folks to have okay so i mean i think i think given let's give a let's see what she does for interviews i think she probably does zoom interviews i got really curious about some more compassion so it's not goal, which is kind of like the way in meals and cooking and and you contribute bonding in the same way as i used to to those sorts of comments and that is about doing the grief work so there's two things there. The they're doing good editing. At least they're not just hit and record and dumping through. That's so frustrating. So whoever's doing the editing is doing well on that. Cultural change where we're actually challenging. And the way that we do that is not to silence mothers. The way that we do that is to find our voice. And I got to be honest, though. I don't know if she's in the same room or if it's just they both are on rough mics or what. Shared as well. But they don't. it doesn't sound zoomy. You don't hear those weird artifacts, which are typically frustrating to hear. Huge backlash. So... 
it's since been removed and I can't find it anywhere. But anyway, it told... I really think that she could benefit from having a nice microphone and just getting that audio clarity up. What I haven't done is I haven't listened to her most recent show, which is um, Jeff and I answer your questions. Are you and Jeff really proud of not having children in that we can focus on ourselves, but different tastes and there's nothing wrong with having guilt to someone who's mindful reflecting back on what you said earlier and learning to be okay with not doing stuff as well. I'd say his mic sounds more clear than hers does. So I guys, I would look at your hardware. And when we were developing up our business, I was going to work I was working full time. Plus, I became a, a wedding celebrant, so I was. Crux of it is, is that for her, but I never took that on to have any support from me. So I think that's kind of where I, uh, and again on reflection, being mm. okay. Um, I love what they're doing. I love what they're doing. I think it's a noble cause. I think that they're producing. I think they got some work to do to clean it up. Um, they could tighten things up a bit. But man, I'm, I know it's, I give a lot of sevens, man, but I'm going to give him a 7.2. I'm going to drop him a five star on um, Apple Podcasts. Here's what I'd change. Here's what I'd change. Hardware. Upgrade your hardware if you can. Um, storytelling. I'd look to the best storytellers you can find who tells great stories look at documentaries things like that or pay for a master class or take some training there's storytelling stuff everywhere also i would look into i said hardware already room acoustics and uh i think i think you could also just practice, 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 practice on the editing because you can tighten these things up even more. But where you're at for doing this since August is incredible. I'm proud of you guys. It's a noble cause. I'm happy for you. And good luck on your show. I would hope to come back and check it out again. Hopefully you guys take what you need from this uh, from this advice and we will uh, we'll talk to everybody tomorrow.